0: Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Hey, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dan Parsons Show here on 1499.3 KLIN. And hey, it's... uh, it's uh it's Friday. That's right. And it's, all day it's been all Friday. All dang day it's been Friday and it's uh uh Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin. Here we are. Glad to be here, Dan. Yeah, look. Um, so thanks for joining us. Uh, don't forget to uh you can catch us on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like, but it is. It's 5:08 on Friday june 9th and uh, just real quick since you know of my uh, national presidential political nerdness uh, i'm sure everybody's uh, probably heard by now the latest uh, indictment of the former president uh thirty seven counts uh, and I'm not going to say much about that today because it's friday it 's Friday afternoon club this is the entertainment section uh, of the show but uh yeah we'll talk about it on monday and uh and and if you want here's a great pitch. I just mentioned all this so I can uh, pitch my uh, uh, my Twitter page the Dan Parsons Twitter page because last night uh, I was following all this again because of my nerdy uh, presidential politics uh, bent and so if you want to if you want my thoughts about the uh, the indictment of the former president, feel free to follow me on the Dan Parsons show on Twitter and uh, I'll probably lean into that again tonight. And uh but anyway, welcome, uh, Chef Kevin. We're gonna have some fun today and uh let's pour a drink. Let's do. What
2: are we drinking? We're drinking uh a cucumber collins uh this afternoon. Cucumbers are just about in season. I had these little ones on my mm. vine in my garden, so I thought, let's start off with a cucumber collar.
1: Nice. Well, you do that, and I'll, uh, uh, I'm will i going to introduce our guest, a very special guest tonight. Uh, Andrea von Kampen is with us on the phone lines uh, this afternoon. Andrea, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show.
3: Hello. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely. Well, let let me let our listeners know uh, about Andrea von Kampen. Uh, you were born in Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's like I'm going to tell your life story, but uh, <laughs> you were born in Michigan, but you later moved to Seward, Nebraska. You grew up singing. And, and first of all, I should say, Andrea Van Camp, von Kampen is a songwriter and musician, and she's our very own Lincoln, uh, Eastern Nebraska, uh, who's now uh, touring. And uh, she's kind enough to uh, be with us on the road. And you got a big show coming up here on Sunday. But uh, you grew up singing in church and school choirs. And you attended Belmont University in Nashville. Uh, And then you came back home uh, to Concordia University, where you graduated with a degree in music. Uh, But most importantly, in 2015, you released your debut EP, uh, Another Day. And then the following year, you submitted a performance of Let Me down easy to the npr tiny desk contest and you blew that up girl
3: <laughs> yeah that was uh that was cool it was unexpected they like ranked their top 10 performances that year and i just happened to be one of them so it was a it was a cool start to sort of you know thinking that i could do this thing for real
1: yeah, and uh, and then you, in 2019, then you blew up the interwebs again <laughs> uh, with your cover of Forever Young for the uh, famous British hardware store's uh, Christmas uh, video. Uh, that was pretty remarkable.
3: Yeah, we Tom, he's the guy that owns this Welsh hardware store. You know, he had sort of just contacted me over the internet on YouTube and asked if I would Uh, do a cover of Forever Young for this Christmas advert that he was working on and I thought well you know it's kind of a weird choice for a Christmas song but whatever and he said to me you know we only need about two minutes so I went into the studio in Ashland, Nebraska at the time we just cut the song and like I don't I don't know it took us like an hour and I didn't even do the last verse because I was like well he just needs two minutes and then when the whole thing blew up you know everyone online is writing like why didn't you do the last verse and why isn't this song exactly like, you know, what it's supposed to be form-wise? It's just, well, it was, it was put together, not expecting it to go viral at all. But I feel like that's sometimes just how it happened.
1: So you're out on tour, and you have been, right?
3: Yeah, I'm doing a short tour, tour with my trio right now. We're doing like a Midwest run. I just wrapped up seven weeks on the road with uh, two different bands, the National Parks and Tallest Man on Earth. So it's nice to be doing some headlining dates now.
1: Well, uh, Chef Kevin, uh, Chef Kevin is the reason you're on here today, because Chef Kevin said, cause, so uh, just to tell you about the Dan Parsons Show, you know, we talk about politics, and, and we have the newsmakers and business and everything all during the week, but on Friday, doggone it, we have fun. Uh, it's the entertaining <laughs> part of the Dan Parsons Show, so every Friday, it's the uh, Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin, and Kevin has just mixed us, and I'm sorry, Andrea, that you're not here to enjoy it. Uh, Kevin, tell us what you just missed. But
2: I just mixed you one, Andrea, so. There is, uh, if you were here, I always make one
1: for our guest, in studio or not.
3: I love that right now. That's yeah. amazing. Uh,
1: but Kevin always uh, has a song uh, that he likes to feature, and so uh, he's chosen uh, a, a, a piece that you've written, uh, and so let's play it, and then we can chat about it. It's Carolina. Johnny?
3: Cool. Sounds good. I seem to understand you now. Why you want to get away? And all the brown colors mix with the pale yellow ones And it makes me ache I want the Carolina James told me from my child
1: Very nice.
2: Beautiful song. Can you can you tell us a little bit about what inspired that for you?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, I grew up listening to James Taylor and Carolina On My Mind is always just a song that I loved and I loved how it sort of transport you, you know, like on a cold Nebraska day to like thinking about the beach and just a totally different location. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I wrote that song and then I posted it and James actually, James Taylor actually commented on it.
4: Really?
2: And it was
3: very cool. It was very special that he, uh, you know, that he's heard it. So that was kind of a, a cool part of it.
2: And you're playing that song live out on your tour, correct?
3: Yes, we are.
2: And can you give us a sense of what your audience is connecting with in your music right now?
3: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think probably. A lot of the lyrics, you know, a lot of the lyrics are sort of about relationships, but also a lot of like cultural things that are going on, like, you know, scary things like climate change and, and just kind of a reaction to the world around us. That's That's a lot of what my music is. And so I think that's probably what people relate with
1: that's very cool well Andrea we this is a really short uh, interview I apologize for that but uh, <laughs> <It's all good. laughs> let's before we get out of here uh and have to go to a break why don't you plug uh so you're in Des Moines tonight right
3: tonight I'm in St. Paul Saint tomorrow Paul. playing Des Moines Des
1: Moines yep, yep. and then Sunday you're gonna be back home here in Lincoln tell us about your show here in Lincoln on Sunday
3: yeah so I'm playing a show at the bourbon um, on Sunday night with my band my brother's playing drums and then I've got Jonah Bennett on bass, Jess Hansen on fiddle, and uh, mm. Steady Wells will be opening up the show. So nice. Really a good night.
1: Well, I would, uh, I know, I'll hear about this if I don't mention. Uh, you have a family member that I uh, that I know, uh, Todd.
3: Oh, which one is that? Oh, Todd Yeah,
1: <laughs> we went cool. we went to high school together.
3: What? And, That's so crazy. And so
1: I'm a drummer, and of course he's a pianist, and so he what? he was the accompaniment uh, for me and show choirs and jazz bands and uh, everything that, so that cool. I got to do in Ogallala High School. So how about that?
3: Wow. That's wild. Well, <laughs> cool. Well, before I leave, I did want to tell... Jeff Kevin, that I um, am
2: a huge fan of his food. I absolutely
1: love bread and cup It's like my favorite place in Lincoln. So oh, thank you so much. Well totally. a- Andrew Van Camp von Camp and thank you for joining us here on the Dan Parsons Show. And we'll be back after this message on 14993-K L I N.
0: You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499 3 K L I N.
1: Welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN, and it is Friday. It's our Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin, and and l- least I forget, uh, don't uh, miss how you can follow Chef Kevin on his Instagram page. It's just Chef Kevin Shin, S-H-I-N-N, and then you've got uh, a website, Kevin, that people can find some of your creative stuff on. Yes,
2: uh, it's 55degrees.us. And the moniker comes from the uh, description of cellar temperature. Yes. So when you bury down deep enough, the ambient temperature year-round is 55 degrees. It's a great place to store red wine, Mm -hmm. ferment cheese, and good things happen at 55
1: degrees. Nice. That's that's so cool. Well, thanks to uh, Andrea von Kampen for joining us for a short time at the top of the hour to... Uh, to get a little glimpse of her on the road, what a, just a wonderful singer songwriter, uh, originally from Seward and uh, claims Lincoln is home as well. And I uh, wish I could go
2: Sunday night. I have to work Sunday night. Oh, you got to do a gig. I got to do a gig. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, her show at the Bourbon. Uh, uh, yeah, she's been out west mm. and she's been on a pretty extensive tour. This is a little shorter one. So thanks to Andrea for joining us. Well, Chef, uh, what are we drinking? We kind of rushed into this, but this is delicious.
2: Yeah, it's a. Uh Cucumber Collins, it was a really popular one for years in my restaurant, and uh, gin-based, so um, you can use any gin, but I would specifically recommend Hendrix Gin, because yes. Hendrix has a note of cucumber, Yes, and so we add a couple of ounces of Hendrix Gin, we add an ounce of cucumber juice, fresh cucumber juice, uh, lime, and I, instead of simple syrup i use honey syrup because oh, i raise
1: bees now there you go well and if uh, if you've got a question for chef or for me if uh, give us a call uh, for or Four oh two, four seven nine fourteen hundred. We'd love to know what are you drinking uh, after you get home. Obviously, uh, uh, what are you eating this weekend? What are you drinking this weekend? Are you going out to eat? Are you cooking in? We'd love to hear from you. I know Chef would love to hear uh, what you're up to. Maybe you got a question for Chef uh, about food or drink. But we'd love to we'd love to hear that. Well, how's the gro- the garden growing?
2: Uh, that little that little burst of rain this afternoon was. It's amazing what just a little bit of water can do to perk up a plant.
1: Yeah. 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 And you said you do have a few cucumbers coming on? A
2: few little cucumbers. I'm growing uh, just these small cucumbers. They're called piccolino or piccolini, and they're probably about three inches long when they're fully mature. And I like small baby vegetables like that because they're easy to grow, but they're also uh, really nice to present.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What are you cooking tonight?
2: Oh, we got a full menu tonight, um, but we're moving, man, I, we're moving into high season right now where busy- everything is just, I call it hyper-seasonal. In other words, um, it's what's fresh today. Nice. And nice. so I can go out to the garden this in the early morning and I can take my pick of what's there. Like we're, we're having this beautiful lettuce that I picked this morning, kale, uh, lots of
1: herbs, sorrel. And, um, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you've got a question for Chef Kevin or what are you drinking when you get home this afternoon, give us a call 402 479 1400 here on the Dan Parsons Show. On It's, uh, FAC with uh, Chef Kevin, as we do every Friday. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it is. We're into that season now where uh, things are starting to pop up. Yes, and, uh, everything's
2: taking root now. Everything's starting to really blossom and expand. And in the next two weeks, my garden will look completely different. Than nice, now.
1: nice. Um, and farmers' market, you'll be down. Be there
2: at uh, eight o'clock in my little red wagon. Stop you, by and say hi. And you
1: get your pet If you want to like, walk
2: with me and talk and. and I'll tell you exactly why I do what I do.
1: It is fun because uh, you know many of the vendors and uh, because you source locally. It's so cool to uh, see you interact with those folks. I I, I was down with you a few weeks ago uh, chatting with a guy about um, uh, mushrooms.
2: Yes, yes. Um, David is his name, and uh, he is um, both a forager and a producer. He inoculates logs with uh, mushroom spores and Really? Uh, yeah, a certain kind of oak works well, and you uh, drill holes all through these logs, and and insert a little plug that has the. Is this the, a dead log or alive? Does it matter? Well, it uh, it has to be a certain kind of oak, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's decaying, and so some for some reason mushrooms love decay. Hmm. That's why morels are found in decaying leaf mold and. Uh, under trees, and that's that's the beauty of the mushroom. Something good comes out of something dying.
1: Fascinating, yeah. fascinating. Well, uh, you're joining us here on the uh, Dan Parsons Show on the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin, and we're enjoying uh, a delicious. Uh,
2: Too bad you can't see the color of this. I, this is beautiful. Yeah, green, little uh, cucumber wedge, uh, salted on top. Yeah, yeah very nice caps it off
4: my cucumber is gone now
2: no you told me <laughs> eat your vegetables yeah no, I, I, I told you i, eat I, your vegetables.
4: I said to you, you know do you like eat and drink go back and forth yeah. you like no, no i just eat the whole no. thing eat your
1: vegetables it was good well ate give, the whole damn thing uh, <laughs> there you go uh well give i knew some,
2: he had to get that in he sometime
1: did. yeah he did uh the show we'd love to hear from you uh four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred and uh, what are you drinking uh once you get home this afternoon and uh, what's growing in your garden and uh, what are you eating, man? This is grilling season. It's. Um, I know you get that uh, fire pit out back that you uh, cook in uh, in
2: cooler weather. Anyway. Yes. Well, um, I I just like to light a fire in general mm-hmm. because there's something about smoke that just kind of wafts through the backyard and into the portico, and it's there's an endearing, calming presence too a nice wood smoke.
1: Cuz some of your guests, after you serve them, they'll uh sometimes retire to the backyard exactly. and around. Yes, the So I
2: want and- I want to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um I have uh the coals and the embers going and and then I take my leaf blower and goose it with some air, and oh, boom, that's smart. You have some, you have a flame immediately.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's why I like to go hang out at your place because uh, one of the uh, one of the disadvantages of uh, living uh, in a condo in downtown Lincoln, I don't have a lot of green space, and so uh, there's a lot of advantages, but that's one of the disadvantages. So I, I'll often uh, come bug Chef Kevin and wash a few dishes in in order to.
2: Ample trade. <laughs> I will <laughs> gladly serve you food for a few dishes Cause, you washed.
1: Know, I, speaking of Ogallala, that's how I got my start. Uh, you know, I grew born here in Lincoln, grew up here, and my family moved out to Ogallala, junior, middle school age. And and uh, my first job, one of my first jobs, was I was a dishwasher at the famous uh, Hoax Cafe in Ogallala.
2: You know, God bless the dishwasher. And I'm going to tell you a little short story. I am hope to see this young man in Chicago this summer he started washing dishes for me.
1: Nice. And now
2: 10 years and he's working at a two Michelin star restaurant. He's a chef. He's a chef. Nice. But he got to start scrubbing dishes.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well that and and we're going to after the break, after the bottom of the hour, we're going to come back and Kevin's going to talk about Chef Kevin's going to talk about hospitality and how uh, you have identified employees through the years. Who have a knack for hosp- hospitality? Because anyway, we're going to talk about that. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. Yeah, just the uh, the whole aspect of uh, of what it is uh, that you do. So we'll be back after the message after these messages here on fourteen hundred and ninety nine
0: three K L I N. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on
1: 1499.3
0: KLIN.
1: Yes, indeed. This is the entertaining portion of the week uh, on the Dan Parsons Show. And uh, we're drinking a lovely uh, cocktail that Chef Kevin Shin has mixed up for us uh, this afternoon. Here on the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, thanks so much to Andrea von Kampen, uh, singer-songwriter, uh, from right here in Lincoln, Nebraska, originally from Seward, Nebraska, actually. And, uh, she was kind enough to call in before her show in, uh, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, this evening. And she's going to be in Des Moines tomorrow and back home Sunday at the Bourbon Theater. So go check out Andrea von Kampen. And, uh, we, we realized, or I reminded Andrea that, uh, uh, one of her cousins uh, uh, and I went to high school together way back in the day. Well, say hello, because I was remiss in saying hello earlier to Johnny Cadillac, who's not just ordinary, he's extraordinary <laughs> he's- producer for the Dan Parsons show.
4: Always good to be here. Always.
1: <laughs> and he's, And he snuck in his line.
4: Yeah, I did. I mean, I was wondering if the listeners knew who who mentioned eating the whole damn thing, but that was me. <laughs> there
1: you go. The the show's complete. We can go home early. Um <laughs> but a bump. uh bump. Uh, phone lines are open, four zero two, four seven nine fourteen hundred. Uh once you get home, what are you gonna pour yourself? Uh, what are you gonna cook tonight? Are you going out to eat? Um, do you have a question for Chef Kevin? Uh, we'd love to hear from you here on the Dan Parsons show on the Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin. And just a reminder, uh, you can follow Chef Kevin Shin on Instagram, Chef Kevin Shin, S-H-I-N-N. And if you want to follow him on his uh, website, 55degrees.us and, uh, Kevin writes and, uh, does all kinds of. <laughs> can I tell you the story how that started? Yeah.
2: It was um 2017 and my life was starting to crumble. My my wife was getting ill and and everything was just starting to fall. And my good friend Randy Brett and I had yeah, coffee. Yeah. And I was asking him, "Randy, what should I do?" And he said, "Well, Shen, I don't know what you're going to do, but I know one thing you need to do is you better keep writing." Because you're a good writer. Yes. And that was the day I went out and found the URL, fifty five degrees. Yeah.
1: I'd forgotten that. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so uh, that's that's where that started was my new venture toward writing and rediscovering who I am.
1: Well, when our friend Randy Bratz tells you something, you, you listen it's, it's wise to follow his good advice. Well, one of the topics, uh, Chef, that I, you and I have had this conversation before, and I think it's so important for the uh, food industry to think about, and that is hospitality. And you just have some really great thinking, uh, and you've written about hospitality. And so I, you know, I'd like to have that conversation. Again, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. 402 479 1400. So talk about hospitality, Chef, and how. Uh, there's a difference between just uh providing a service and uh and providing hospitality
2: well i think it's important i think it's very important to know the distinction of the terms okay we We refer to the restaurant business as the hospitality industry but that's not always the case um, We refer to hotels as the service industry that's not always the case hmm. and i think it's really really important to understand the distinction of those two things hospitality is very different than service and when i found out my my little portico adventure that i've i've been doing now for four seasons it began as a service model some people asked me what i cook for them and i said yes and I did, and I boxed it up, and I sent it to their house, and they paid me. That's a service, sure, right? Sure, but not a lot of hospitality. A, well, but it didn't. It didn't feel right. Like, I don't, I, that's not what I do. I don't provide a service. What I really want to do is I want to provide hospitality. So it's important to understand what what's the distinction. A service is a tr- transaction. Hospitality is so much more really the essence of the word is to give care to strangers Mm -hmm. because it came from a time when you might find a perfect stranger show up on your doorstep needing help needing food because it's no modern services and no not modern transportation Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. modern facilities you see someone your neighbor who is in need of help perfect stranger and are you going to help them or not and that carries through into what we call the hospitality industry today, is when you give care to strangers, you're showing hospitality. And it's not just limited to the restaurant business. We call it the hospital. Yes. Because you're giving care to strangers Mm -hmm. coming in. They need to feel better. And when I realized that's what I'm about, I'm about giving care to strangers, not just providing a service. That's when my business changed.
1: That's remarkable. That's really good. We're we're visiting as we always do on Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shen and uh, Johnny. What happened to our caller?
4: I say, Kate, if you're listening, I don't know what happened to your call, but uh, I was looking forward to
1: bringing you on. So please call, call back. us back. <laughs> call us back. So no, and that distinction, uh, Chef, between hospitality and service. I mean, McDonald's provides service, correct? And and I think that's why.
2: We see that their model declining, and we see doordash stepping in mm. because doordash mm. businesses like that they're providing a service that's not necessarily. I just want my hamburger, and I want it now because I'm hungry, sure I don't really care if a robot brings it or a donkey or a horse or a slow boat i <laughs> I just want my hamburger right <laughs> but if You want to feel like you're taken care of, and if you want to sit down and be shown something that you could not make on your own, that's hospitality, and that's the distinction.
1: And that follows through with your hiring decisions as well, right? When you're interviewing, and and my goodness, uh, we all know how difficult it is uh Lincoln has one of the lowest unemployment rates in America uh which is is good for the economy i guess but it's certainly a challenge for anyone who who's trying to hire people um and so it, it's always i assume it's always been difficult to find uh, the right people to work in a service industry or a hospitality industry and in the and the restaurant industry but it's even more difficult now so uh trying to find and identify someone who is going to have that heart of hospitality uh, to be able to welcome people. And uh, so I know you've uh, you've you've done a really good job of that through the years. Well, and, and again,
2: that's why it's really important to know what am I hiring for? Am I hiring for a service, or am I hiring for care? And so in the interview process, I'm looking for that. I just saw an article on Yahoo recently about how restaurants are turning to robots yeah well that makes sense because the that particular model they are providing a service but what you will never never be able to make up with ai or a robot is human face-to-face heart-to-heart connection with a guest
1: What are some of the questions? We're visiting with Chef Kevin here on the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin on the Dan Parsons Show. If you've got a question for Chef or if you have uh, a recipe idea or, uh, yeah, give us a ring here on the show, 402-479-1400. We'd love to hear from you, but... uh, yeah, I mean that—that that really does uh, make a difference uh, in your hiring process of the questions you ask and uh, where you place that person, whether it's front of the house or back of the house. And well, it, if you can put your finger on the pulse and
2: try to distinguish between what a person knows and who a person is, because mm-hmm. we're often we're fired for are hired for what we know. We look at the resume, and, wow, you know a lot, and you know how to cook. You've been to the school, served here, staged here. You know a lot, but you may not be a well-seasoned, emotionally intelligent
1: person. That's who you are. And how do you make that distinction in that uh, hiring process? And many times
2: it's very difficult. It's a guess. It is a guess. <laughs> yeah. you, you, but it will show up very, very quickly. Uh, first day on the job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um that's fascinating because yeah, it 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 especially in that industry, it has to be uh just fascinating uh to be able to distinguish between where do you place that person because there's lots of jobs in a restaurant and uh um yeah, that's fascinating.
2: Well, it's it's like I mentioned um a couple of weeks ago. The difference between cooks and bakers. They're very different mm-hmm. that, that's a very different role and you you will find that out very quickly when someone steps up to the uh, to the stove or to the baker's bench
1: exactly well uh, Johnny, I think we're going to take this break real quick and we'll come back We've got Kate back on the line We'll chat with Kate when we come back after this short break here on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three k l i n
0: Listening to the Dan Parsons Show on and 99.3 KLIN.
1: Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Dan Parsons Show here on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN, and any darn time you like on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, it is the Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin and Kate. Uh, I think you're on the line, and uh, you have a delicious recipe f- to share with us. <laughs>
5: Yeah, thank you for taking my call. After listening to you guys, I wasn't sure if this would fit in or not, but this would feed a number of people. Um, It's Friday, so a lot of people do fish and different forms of fish on Friday. So I do a tuna casserole, and it would definitely feed a lot of people. Um, Do you want to hear the recipe? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Bring it on, Kate.
5: Okay, guys. Okay, thank you. All right, so um, <clears throat> whatever fish product a person likes, I I'm able in my family to consume tuna. In my neighbors, so I do a number of cans of tuna. Uh, you can do salmon or whatever type of fish a person likes, and then a bag of the egg noodles and cream of mushroom, Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. A couple cans of that, a can of Oh, uh, Del Monte peas.
2: And which Kate, is, what are you putting all this in? A
5: you, bowl. Just, a bowl, okay. Just, I'm mixing it Big right now. Oh, so oh yeah, I, I sure, sure, sure. Okay. okay, so preheat the oven to 350 before you get started. Um, and then also in addition to that, cream of mushroom, Campbell's, I love it, and a, a can or two of uh, Del Monte peas or whatever peas you prefer.
2: Fresh or for I mean uh, canned then- or frozen.
5: That's totally fine. Okay. Yeah, and then the topping after you've mixed all this with your cream of mushroom would go the mozzarella cheese and dirty onions or fried onions. Oh, like store brand is totally fine. Yes. Oh, it's so delicious, guys. My my men love it.
2: Do you? Do, uh, okay, Kate. I got to ask. Would it be possible to take a bag of Lay's potato chips and crush them and put them
1: on top of that?
5: You go right ahead. There we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Kate, thank you. That, yeah, that sounds – go ahead, uh, I, was, I hope you don't mind
5: uh, radio
4: producers know. coming over and trying that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do, guys. It, it's 9 by 13, whatever you want. But
1: nice. You go
5: right ahead. I love nice.
1: your show. Well, Kate, that sounds lovely, and you're right. That'll feed an army.
5: <laughs> it will. Well, it Kate,
1: will. <laughs> uh, Kate, thanks so much for sharing that with us here on the you Dan Parsons Show. Have a great weekend.
5: Thank you. All right. You
1: Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye. Join, joining us is Anna. Anna, what's for dinner tonight?
5: Well, um, I'm an old woman eating alone tonight, and I'm vegetarian, so I had a nice glass of close du bois, mm. cabernet sauvignon, and some roasted tequila lime sweet potato spears,
1: oh you had me at tequila.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and some tomato garlic green beans and some a dollop of cauliflower doll on some rice all from whole foods.
1: Anna, we'll put that in sounds a
5: plug for our Lincoln businesses.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, if you didn't catch the show, I think it was last night, Johnny. We had uh, uh, Amy Taylor, Amy Amy Tabor from uh, uh, Open Harvest. Uh, so yeah, we love hearing about recipes. We love to hear where you're buying your fresh uh, vegetables and.
4: That was on Wednesday.
1: Thank you, Johnny. Yeah, uh, the, the, the days just kind of and, melt together for me. Well, Amy
5: and I buy my clothes to blow
1: at Super Saver. <laughs> there, there, yes, uh, I shop at. Well, you uh, have good taste, I must add. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anna, thank you for sharing that. And, and yeah, I, uh, you know, I typically start with a, a bottle of wine when I'm cooking, uh, myself too. And, uh, occasionally it gets in the food. <laughs> You're cooking yourself. <laughs> well, yes, when I'm sitting around and doing the same thing, uh, uh, well, thank you for sharing that and have a lovely, uh, Friday evening dinner, Anna. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Anna. thanks for listening to the Dan Parsons show. Well, uh give us a ring, four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. Uh what are you drinking this evening? What are you cooking this weekend? Uh are you firing up the grill? Are you uh uh are you uh, uh having something on the stove? Or are you eating out? Uh, I know Chef Kevin would love to hear uh what you're up to. So uh um, well, chef, I know uh in your experience in uh in the hospitality realm, uh yeah, I mean, the restaurants here in Lincoln uh I, I know are struggling to uh, find good help and to uh, uh, continue to provide service to their customers and it it's just a challenge. I I totally agree. But it and it,
2: I think at times like this, it's really really important to hone your vision. Define your mission. What is it that I'm about? And my, my mission was not to serve the best food in town. Mm-hmm. Because one, that's subjective. How am I going to know? What, what parameter am I going to use to determine, oh, I have the best X in town? I have the best bread or I have the best uh, burger in town. No. What I set out to do is I want to create an outstanding environment for conversation and reflection. That's really what I was in, in what I do now still. And it's, yes, it is. It's, it's not, it's yes, it the is. food is secondary. Yes, my it guest is. is primary. And I want to create a space where they feel like they can connect because that's hospitality. That's not just a service, that is dynamic. When I find a guest can't eat a certain food or my guest um, can't sit in a certain chair of a certain level, I'll bring another chair in. That is that is understanding how to tune into the guest and what they need rather than here's your service.
1: Well, and just the stories that you've told and uh, legendary stories at, at Bread and Cup of all these years later, uh, people will come up to you uh, even when you're traveling somewhere else and, and tell you the stories of the memories they made at that restaurant.
2: One of my favorite stories was a, a woman who had – Told me years ago, years later, she said, I was going through a very nasty divorce, and I would come to your restaurant in the afternoon with my journal and Kleenex, mm-hmm. and I'd get a bottle of wine, <laughs>
1: nice,
2: and I would sit outside, and your staff would leave me alone, yeah. and I would write and pour my heart out and cry, yeah. and you created the space for me to do that, yeah. and that, that's what I love. about that
1: and and you're still doing that you're providing that service in your micro restaurant at uh uh, at the portico and and being able to uh, create those new memories
2: yes it's i mean i could keep going and going but what i refer to these stories as they are intangible profits i can't take that to the bank but i can certainly cash that check in this interaction right now and tell these friends out in the uh, radio audience. I can tell these intangible profits of why it's worth doing what we do.
1: Uh, we're visiting with Chef Kevin Shin as we always do on the Friday Afternoon Club here on the Dan Parsons Show, 1400 993 KLIN. Don't forget, you can connect with uh, Chef Kevin uh, on Instagram, Chef Kevin Shin, S H I N N. And you can also uh, go to his website, 55degrees.us. And uh, uh, read some of his wonderful writings and uh, uh, all of that, Johnny. I don't even know who you got, but let's uh, let's bring him on. I,
4: I have Ben on line one. He has a question for Chef er, for Chef Kevin. I always do that,
1: <laughs> and it's Ben. Ben, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show.
0: Oh, thank you. I didn't mean to tongue-tie Johnny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, well, you know, after he has a half of Tom Collins, you know, he's... Uh, oh, there
0: you <laughs> go. Well, okay.
4: Get the it's so, all right.
1: All in good fun. My,
0: <laughs> my question was, so when I um, when I lived in Germany, um, I lived in the southwest of Germany, and between Germany and France, they did these... Uh, new wine festivals uh-huh. in the fall. So you're you're drinking partially fermented grape juice. Um, it's super good, but at that time, they they did what they in German it's called Flammkuchen, right? So it's like um, it it was like a thin like a flatbread pizza. Mm. I want to say that would be insulting to Germans. It's not pizza. But it had like a white cream sauce really thinly shaved onions some cheese and i don't know you know some cheese we probably you'd have to search for here yes but bacon and things and it was more it was almost like Laszlo's does a lavash and it was you know the lavash pizzas like the appetizers
1: mm-hmm. ben it we've got very, about a minute to, sorry okay. don't mean to rush you but <laughs>
0: similar to that. and i was wondering if you've ever done that um, or you have, if you've ever experienced that, it's an amazing, like super thin. And I cook, cook it, of course, in like a brick, a wood-fired oven. But. Yeah.
2: If I <laughs> if I remember correctly, I believe it is called. Oh, my German friends will, uh, it, it, it's something of kuchen. I don't. It's not Kassekuchen, but uh, yes. yeah. It, but it's, it's it, kuchen. Flam- yeah. There we go. There it is. We okay. nailed it. Well, we Ben, it.
1: Ben, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Chef Kevin, thanks so much. You got a quick word for I us? I do. You got about 10 seconds. Okay.
2: As you cook your food, <laughs> assemble your words and write your music. May you anticipate the gratitudes of the mouths, the ears, and the souls that will eventually savor them.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Uh, see you next time on 1499.3 KLIN.